Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Amen. Amen. If you turn in your Bibles to Jeremiah, the, the Jeremiah 31, the 31st chapter, verse 7. I want to um, show you what we have done in, in, in practice um, over the last so many days. And then one more dimension of it that I wanted us to do uh, today. So that scripture says, For thus says the Lord, Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Amen? So God had already said that he, His intention, His plan was to save his people, the remnant of Israel. He'd already stated that. But the scriptures now go on to urge the people to do three things. To bring to pass what God has already said. And that tells us very clearly that God can say it, but if we don't cooperate with God, we at least delay what God has said from coming to pass in our lives. And of course, we co cooperate with him by living right. And thankfully for us, by being right with him, Christ has paid it the price for us. We don't have to earn it by the blood of Jesus. We have an imputed righteousness. But then there are three things that that scripture says we have to do. And if I start from the, the last one, it says, and say, and then it gives us what to say. Now, that is quite clearly prayer. So, God has said, I will do this. But the Bible says, well, then say it back to God. Take it to Him in prayer. And in its purest form, Prayer is really bringing back to God what God has said he would do so that you can cooperate with him for it to be done. So the first thing is prayer. We've been doing a lot of that. And not just praying, we understand from, from the rest of scripture that when you add your fasting to your praying, it makes your prayer more effectual, more, more, more effective in achieving its purpose. So Number one is the prayer. Say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Now, somebody who was cynical could have said, but God has already said he would do it. But then, yes, God has said he would do it. But God has also limited himself to a large degree to a partnership with us. The heavens belong to the God, but the earth he has given to the sons of men. So it's to the extent that we invite him in. Your kingdom come, your will be done. That's the invitation in. He has given us 
responsibility for this earth. And it's to the extent that we invite him in. And we do that by literally taking back to him what he says he wants to do. So he has said he'll save Israel. So the, the scripture says, well, then say that to him. Say that to him. That is prayer. And then the, the, the second thing the scripture says is give praise. And, you know, we, did a, we did a, talked a lot about that yesterday where praise is warfare. And so give praise. So give praise, but also let praise be a weapon of war. And then the third thing the Bible says, and, 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 and a lot of the church somehow have, we've allowed this to slip, and there are many reasons, I think, for it, is proclaim. Proclaim. So it's not enough that we're praying, we're praising, we're fasting. We must also be proclaiming. And when it talks about proclaiming, what does it mean? It's the same thing with the word proclaim. It means to declare, to shout it out in a sense. And it doesn't mean that we're shouting in terms of vo vo volume, but it's in, t in, in terms of the emphasis that it comes out with, the declaration. You know, um, in, um, in a lot of cultures, the king would want to say something in those days. And he would have someone who would go and broadcast what he wants to say. They didn't have mobile phones. They didn't even have telephones or anything like that. So it was the word of mouth. So the king didn't have to leave his palace. The king would have, sometimes they were called town criers, who would go out and declare, the king says, the king says, on Sunday, everyone should gather in the market square. The king says. And on Sunday, everybody would be in the market square. Not because of the town crier. They couldn't care two hoots about the town crier. They probably knew, knew him. He lived with them, around them, drank with them where they went to drink or whatever it was he did. So if the town crier had gone on his own authority, no one would show up. But because they knew that was the king's town crier, the king's megaphone. As the town crier walked around and says, the king says, on that day at that time, because of the authority of the king, everybody would line up and obey. So the town crier proclaimed. Now, in the same way, as we push and advance the kingdom of God, as we bring his plans and purposes to pass in our lives, part of what we are expected to do is to proclaim. But then, because we don't have any power of ourselves, we know that our proclamation of, our, of ourselves, our own words, won't carry much weight. So we don't proclaim our own words. We proclaim the words of the King of Kings. We proclaim the words of the Creator of the ends of the earth. We proclaim the words of the all-powerful God concerning our situations, our circumstances, persons, families, churches, nations. We proclaim those words. And we proclaim them and they become an instrument of war on our lips as we proclaim them. And it's such a powerful tool when you get into it. 
And what are the things that make it work? What's the difference between you and anybody else who's, who's mouthing off anything that they like? Number one, we are proclaiming not our own words, but the word of God. And what does Jesus say? These words, they are spirit and they are life. They are not common words. They are the words that created the whole universe. And so when we proclaim them, we are not proclaiming common words. We are proclaiming words. And God says that he hastens over his word to bring it to completion. So by proclaiming it, we set a lot of things in motion. The angels are programmed to act on the word of God. We set a lot of things in motion as we proclaim the word of God. And as we proclaim it, it becomes the sword of the spirit, our only offensive weapon. So as we proclaim it, we are in battle against the enemy because it has become a sword in our, in our hands. But it's now a two-edged sword in our mouths. That's why when the Bible talks about, paints that picture, it says the, our praise, the praise of God in our, in our, in our mouths and a two-edged sword. So that two-edged sword is the word of God. And then, secondly, it is activated by faith. So when I am proclaiming, I firstly believe that God is who he says he is. So there's a world of difference between proclaiming Pastor Dane Riley's words. And it might carry authority to some extent, certainly within our kids' first ministry. And certainly in parts of the church, and to an extent the church, because it's Pastor Dane Riley. But Pastor Dane Riley's words on her own are not going to move the kingdom of darkness. But it is when she proclaims the word of God, now that causes things to happen. It becomes a sword in her hand. And so, in doing it, she has faith in God. Hebrews 11 verse 6. That he is and that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So she has faith that he is as she proclaims. You see, when you, when you walk, when you, when you activate it in the way I'm telling you, you always expect something to happen once you've proclaimed. You actually expect something to happen. And if you haven't seen anything in the natural, you, you, you go to sleep knowing something has definitely happened. So you have faith in God. You have faith in the Word of God, that it is the Word of God. You have faith that as you submit and proclaim that something is definitely going to happen. And by the time you finish, you know something has happened. There's a certainty that you have that, that, th that something, something has happened. Things have changed. Things have moved because you've proclaimed the Word of God. And I'm sure you know script, the scripture that says in Ro Revelations 12 verse 11, and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Now, a lot of times when we read that, and it's good, it's okay to use that to encourage us to share our testimony. So we, when, we, when we read that, of course, the blood of the Lamb, we understand how we overcame by that, because that's what bought us out of the bondage of sin. That's what erased the curse 
That's what put us in a place where we were free. That's what continues to protect us. That's the one thing that the enemy is so petrified of. So when you say, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you, or you say that, I've been doing some prayers of deliverance for some people, and we had prayed for a bit, and I knew that this, whatever was holding the person bound, was still there. And the Lord just said to me, just declare the blood of Jesus is against those spirits. And that's what I did. And literally, it was chaotic as those spirits left the person. And it was just by declaring the blood of Jesus is against you. So we know that. Yeah? And it says, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Now, a lot of times we think what that means is, and, and to an extent, is coming to testify God did this, God did that. To an extent. But it, it, what it really means, listen to me, it means that you are testing, because it's, it's war. It's, you're, you're, you're trying to overcome. So how do I overcome? I overcome by, by proclaiming what the word testifies about me. That the word says this, the word says this, the word says this. That's how I overcome by the word of my testimony. What I'm saying is that my testimony is not all these things that are happening in the, in the natural. My testimony is not that I'm obstructed. My testimony is not that you're trying to make me afraid. My testimony is not that uh, my life is falling apart. My testimony is not that I'm a failure. My testimony is not that uh, my, my self-esteem is gone. My testimony is not that I'm sick. No, my testimony is what the Word says. So I overcome you, Satan, by the Word of my testimony, by what the Word testifies about me, and I declare it with my mouth. Amen? And then, of course, you know what it means when it says, and they didn't love their lives, on, they loved not their lives unto death. What it's just talking about is commitment to the point where a person is able to say, rather than deny God, I would rather die. So it's just, a, it's just the ultimate commitment that the, this word of God is, it means so much to me that I, I, I don't love my life unto death. If, if you think I'm going to deny the word, deny the Lord, deny the word, turn my back on it, and you, you want to kill me as an alternative, kill me as an alternative. So it's a picture of commitment. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. So we just want to just do that today. We want to make some proclamations. And the thing with proclamations when you're making them is that you personalize them. Yeah? You see, the word was written to you. It is God's letter to you. So because they can't spend, I mean, if they started writing all our names in there, you can imagine what the Bible would be. So they, they put Jacob's name. Or they put uh, Elijah's name. But when I read it, I'm not reading it for Elijah. He's gone. I'm reading it for myself. So I personalize that proclamation. Amen? So rise to your feet if you're here. If you're in here with me, let's make some proclamations. We're going to make the proclamations a couple of times and then we'll pray in the Spirit so that God gives revelation of the mystery of that word. Amen.
and then we'll make a couple of proclamations. Uh, what, you, what you should do, if you're really serious about this warfare, there are certain scriptures, you should have a book of proclamations. So there are some mornings you wake up and you just declare. Just declare and when you do those things, the kingdom of darkness backs off. Just wake up and they say, they, they, you know, there are some people when they wake up, they are afraid in hell. That's how you should be. Just declare it. And after a while, because you have been proclaiming it, it becomes a part of you. So when circumstances come that are against it, guess what happens? You just release a pro proclamation. And those proclamations are like decrees. Because don't forget that he is the king of kings. So we are kings. It's just that we are submitted to the ultimate king. And what does a king do? A king decrees. A king sends his town crier to make a proclamation. Hallelujah. Psalms 46 verses 1 to 3. Psalms 46 verses 1 to 3. You can note the scripture and then you can just repeat the proclamation after me and maybe open up, you know, go, go to the scripture. Will you say after me, God is my refuge and my strength. My very present help in trouble. Now you can imagine where a couple of things have happened around you and the enemy is trying to intimidate you. Does somebody understand where those things happen? When you wake up some days and a letter tells you what you, shouldn't, you don't want to hear, uh, some phone call tells you something else, um, a phone call from far away brings another thing and you know that the enemy is crowding in on you and then suddenly you know there's a bit of a challenge here that's where you just get up and start proclaiming you just march around proclaiming so go on let's just declare that God is my refuge and my strength my very present help in trouble therefore I Aguiruku will not fear even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though its waters roar and are troubled though the mountains shake with its swelling Selah <laughs> can you feel the power? can you feel the power? Go on one more time. God is my refuge and my strength. My very present help in trouble. Therefore I, Aguiruku, will not fear. Even though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah. Go on, just pray in the spirit a bit. Go on, Malis Telebrun, Dukayifa, Shan Telebrun, Kutayes, Mandorobo Shaka, Karianda, Brokosto. 
Mando Robojaka Karianda Bokostolobo. Mando Robojaka Karianda Brokosto. Mando Robojaka Karianda Lebrosekendi Labondo. Lebrekiando Robosto Lambranda Kalianda Brokostolobo. Mandelesekianda Labaste Lebondo. Hallelujah. 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 Go on, let's make some more proclamations. You know, can you, can you behave like you're a king? Some of you are looking like you're battered and bruised. You're a king. But, you know, declare. Proclaim with, with, an, with the attitude of a king. Deuteronomy 33, verses 25 to 27. You can make these your own. I'm sharing with you some of mine. My sandals shall be iron and bronze. As my days, so shall my strength be. There is no one like the God of Jeshurun who rides the heavens to help me. And in his, and in his excellency on the clouds, the eternal God is my refuge. And underneath me are his everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy from before me. And will say, destroy. Hallelujah. Let's proclaim it once more. If, you, if, you, if your faith is being activated, I'm sure you already know that some things are happening. When you say that destroy, something has to be destroyed. Something, something has to be destroyed. Something that is holding someone back, standing in your way. It has to be destroyed. It's not the word of a man, it's the word of God. My sandals shall be like iron and bronze. As my days, so shall my strength be. There is no one like the God of Jeshurun who rides the heavens to help me. And in his excellency on the, cl on the clouds. <laughs> the eternal God is my refuge. <laughs> you know, as you're saying that, I just feel that some, some people are backing off. Some people are moving back. They have no choice. You're declaring, the, you're declaring the word of God. There's a sword in your hands. It's warfare. The eternal God is my refuge. And underneath me are his everlasting arms. And you can personalize this if you know what that enemy is. He will thrust you out from before me. And will say, destroy. Let's 
pray in the spirit a bit. Maliste brokonane kishdele. Jebrokorobojo koraye keke. Borobojo koraye. Borokokorobojo kakaria. Borokokorobojo koraye keke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Shall I share a few more of my favorite proclamations with you? Should I? Okay. Isaiah 41, verses 11 and 12. Hallelujah. Behold, all those who are incensed against me shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing. Those who strive with me shall perish. Even if I seek them, I shall not find them. Those who have contended with me. Those who war against me shall be as nothing. As a non-existent thing. Hallelujah. Maleste, Bronkula Yeshti Labrondo, Kutaye, Malo Brokos, Kolobo Sheki, Karianda, Makorobojoko, Korobojaka, Karianda, Brokos, Korobojoko, Mandorobojaka, Karianda, Brokos, Kolobondorobo, Sheki, Keriende, Brokos, Okuraye, Keke, Jedi Mandoroboshuka, Karianda, Obrokorobojaka, Karianda, Brokos, Father, we thank you. Male brokula yekeke. Mandorobojokula yekeke. Amen. Okay, let's, 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 let's just do a few more. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> oh, Lord. Job 5, verses 12 to 14. So when you go home, go and make your own. I'm just sharing mine with you. These, are, these, are, these ones are personal to me. Just make your own. There are 5,000 of different promises in the Bible, so choose yours. Job 5, verses 12 to 14. My God frustrates the devices of the crafty, so their hands cannot carry out their plans. I actually like the the word enterprise when I when I say it. I think that's the older versions, enterprise. Because plans is a bit is a bit sophisticated. Enterprise. You can imagine the wicked people plotting. He catches the wise in their own craftiness. And the cancel of the cunning comes quickly upon them. And sometimes when I'm, when I'm warring and I know what it is I'm warring against, I make it even more personal. The counsel of the, the, of, of the cunning comes quickly upon you. 
sometimes you know exactly what the spiritual entity you're dealing with is. So there's no need to make it them because you know this is what you're dealing with. This is what is afflicting the family. They meet with darkness in the daytime and grope at noontime as in the night. Okay, let me share a bit about when I'm, when I'm, when I de we're declaring, decreeing over nations. And this is very important because God's call on us as a people is to nations. Yeah. All these things he's doing, sorting out your life, is so that you can be positioned to be used by him to bring nations to Christ. Oh God, magnify yourself. Sanctify yourself. That you will be known in the eyes of this nation. Then they will know that you are the Lord. Ezekiel 38 verse 23. And you know, when you say that thing from your heart, when you see the stuff happening in nations and your heart is, is grieved, when you declare it from your heart, it's effectual and it's fervent. Oh God, the kingdom is yours. And you rule over the nations, Lord. Oh God, the kingdom is yours. And you rule over the nations. And when I personalize it, I'm, talk, I'm calling a nation. You rule over the United Kingdom. You rule over, over, over Zimbabwe. You rule over Jamaica. You rule over Nigeria. You rule. You rule over Germany. You rule over France, Lord. The kingdom is yours. And you rule over Th Th Thailand. Psalms 22 verse 28. from the land and let the treacherous be uprooted oh God the wicked are removed from the land and the treacherous are uprooted Proverbs 2 verse 22 and that's the New Living Translation And this is one of my, my favorites. Oh God, let your word grow in this nation. Let it grow mightily. And let it prevail. So the word of God grows in the United Kingdom. It grows mightily. 
and it prevails. Acts 19 verse 20. And I think this one I might have, I'm not sure, I think I might have picked this one from Dr. Onuzo. I think it might have been. Overthrow, 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 Lord. Let it be no longer, Lord. It is my right, Lord. Give it to me, Lord. Overthrow, 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 Lord. Let it be no longer, Lord. By your grace, by your word, it's my right as a child of yours. Give it to me, O oh God. Overthrow! Overthrow! Overthrow, Lord. Let it exist no longer. By your grace, it is my right as your child. Give it to me, Lord. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 21, verse 27. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Malabrosikante lebrosheketeshti. Jebrendende lebrosin kalianda brokosto. Mandorobojo kurayeke keshi. Mandorobojo kurayeke endorobojo kurayeke. Malibroko roboja kakarianda. Mandorobojo kokorobondorobo. Mandorobojo enkekeriende brokosdorobo. Uranga librokozo kurayeke ke. Mandoroboja kakarianda. Mandoroboja kakarianda. Malibokozo brokozandele broso kuraye. Mandoroboja kakariere bosto libandele bo. Borobojo kulaye keke. Mandoroboja kakarianda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then when we, um, frankly, this proclamation concerning Concerning God's grace on you in a financial sense. Once <laughs> part of why God will restrain from blessing a child of his is because the child's mindset is not aligned with his. And so it's like giving giving a a, a, a fast car to a nine-year-old. It's a nice car, but the nine-year-old can't drive. He's going to kill himself. So putting money in the hands of some children of God is to kill them. They'll end up worshipping it. It will end up owning their souls. Their minds and lives are not lifted. So Jesus is their savior, but he's not Lord of all. So they are going to heaven. He has saved them. But it's a twofold thing. It's not just Savior. He's Lord and Savior. So there are a lot of Christians. Jesus is Savior, but he's not Lord. And if he's not Lord, he can entrust you with responsibility in that area. So it's in the interest of your eternity or the person's eternity, not yours, interest of the person's eternity that the person does not have much money for, for the sake of salvation. Just... Just take enough to just 
be surviving. Because if we release it, you're, you're finished. So it's an alignment. And maybe I'll do a teaching on tithes to bring a New Testament perspective, perspective to it. Because you don't, you, don't, you don't tithe out of the law by command. You tithe for two reasons. Number one, out of love that God did all this for me. What can I do so that his work can advance and more people can experience what I'm experiencing? So you're driven by love that, that is triggered by his love for you. So it's not, it's not a thing of the law. It's, it's, it's embedded in grace. And then you tithe also because you realize that it is the discipline of God. And why do I say that? Because when we tithe in the law, we say, God, take what is yours. That's an Old Testament dispensation. The tithe is the Lord's. When you enter the New Testament dispensation, you suddenly realize that it's not the tithe that is the Lord's. The whole thing is the Lord's. And it now becomes an act of grace that he says, bring 10% of it. But when you understand that, the tithe goes to the old and you're saying to yourself, it's not a matter of a percentage. You've just got to keep giving and giving and giving. So my tithing was 10% when I became a new Christian. I don't want to tell you what it percentage it is now, but trust me, it's not 10%. And between God and I, I'm saying, God, get me to the point where this thing is 90% is going into the work and I can live on 10% of what you bless me with. At that point, it's no longer a tithe because a tithe is only 10%. So the truth is that I don't tithe how normal people tithe. I'll share some of my life with you. I don't tithe like that because it has gone past a tithe. And if I said it was a tithe, then it wouldn't be true. So of course, I give the 10% that we're all asked to give, but it is more than a tithe now, regularly, because I'm, I'm looking at what God has blessed me with. I'm thinking, when you started giving 10%, are you in the same position you were in? So why do you think that it is fair for you to continue with 10% and he has given you more? Ah, even I thought that would be wicked of me. So this thing has to move. And the more he blesses me, the more it moves. I wasn't even going in that direction. How did I end up there? Maybe God wanted somebody to hear that. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay? So let's declare this. Let's proclaim this. And I do, I do this out of the Amplified Classic. Because, you know, I search the versions and find which one really helps my position. Out of the Amplified Classic. 
God, you are able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to me in abundance so that I may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. How many know that if you're saying this, if you're declaring this over and over, some things have to move and line up. That all grace has to find you. Once you are, your mindset is the, is the kingdom mindset in this area. After a while, things just have to line up. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, we bless you, God. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow Je kikendo la brosto kolaye 
Malibre kianto brokula yekikeste. Jeke keriene brokos toloboshum kalianda. Jelibrezi kando lo brokuta imanka brokusaye. Broko koko robo jokula yeke keriene. Mando robo jokula yekeke. So I'm going to tell you a story as we just before we take communion and then we're going to sing that song again about the wonder working power in the blood and the, and, the, and the healing power that's in the blood. So about five days ago it is now, um, we were praying, if you remember, we were praying into the scriptures in Isaiah 53 um, whereby his stripes were healed and there was... Um, a lady who was sitting in this congregation and as we prayed she was weeping and weeping and I felt God say go up to her and pray with her and so after the service I walked up to her and I said you know the COVID protocols I don't usually I wouldn't usually do this in this way but the Lord said I should come to you and then she said to me, she was weeping, she said to me, it wasn't about her, it was about her nephew who was thousands of miles away. And he had suddenly developed some affliction where he couldn't keep himself straight. He was shaking, his neck was rolling around and he was just shaking. And as she told me that story, it was very interesting. I, I can't remember if I told her this, I think I did. Um, but came straight into my mind the story of the boy who was being thrown into the fire and thrown into the water and how the disciples had tried everything that they'd seen Jesus do but nothing happened and they went to Jesus and said but we, you know because Jesus came and he, the boy was healed and they said to Jesus but why couldn't we do that and Jesus says you know some of these things it's for you people prayer and fasting it only goes by prayer. And, and I remember that. And then the Lord said that, and you see, this is the New, Te New Testament. This is the dispensation of part of the new that we're entering. That is not about one man. The Lord said to me that, pray with her and tell her to go herself and call her nephew and pray to declare. And so I told her, I'm not sure, I think she, she might even be here today. I'm not sure if she really believed me that she was going to with her own mouth. I said, you go, go. go. When you go, call, call, call him and pray, declare over him. And so that happened about five days ago. So some of you were here when she shared her testimony because she came up after the meeting two nights ago and most, most people had left and they had, we'd gone offline. But there were quite a handful of us and she said she's shy to share it, you know, online, the whole world. And I said, it's okay. I'll share it for you. But for those of us who were here, I'm sure some of you remember, yeah, who were, a few of you were here. Um, she shared, she now, I now shared the testimony with her on the stage. And what struck me was, I thought, you know, the devil is a useless character, useless. Because this girl, when I saw her crying, her tears had mixed with mascara, cascara, all the caras, you know, she, she looked disheveled. So when she came up to me, it's a beautiful girl, lovely looking young lady. I thought, is this how you look? That's what I thought. I didn't say it to her, but in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, I didn't, you didn't look like this. May God wipe away your tears. Amen. May people see the Amen, real sir. you. 
may the you that has been battered be the, be the end of that of you. And may the real you surface. May your smile be from the depths of your being. May your laughter be from the depths of your being. May joy be your strength. May your joy be contagious because of what the Lord has done. And so she shared her testimony as to how she went. She, she called them, she prayed, declared. And she was almost in shock. Say, Pastor, he's healed. In my mind, I was, I was smiling because the way she said it was like, it, Pastor, it, it worked, it happened. And I wanted to say to her, what did you expect? Do you think these are games? No, this is real. We expect results. Yes, sir. We're not saying God does it the same way for everyone, but we expect results. So as we sing that song, if you're believing God for healing in any part of your body, by faith, lay your hands on that part of your body. And as Fumi and Ibiki and Prince sing that song, let us, let us, let us, let us believe that, that this blood that purchased your, your, your good health, divine health that is released into you, that every spirit of sickness or disease, I bind every spirit, I exercise my legislative authority, and I bind every spirit of sickness, disease, or affliction in the name of Jesus. I decree as a king or another king of kings, by the authority of the word of God, I decree that our Lord and Savior has borne that sickness on his back. By his stripes, you are healed. I rebuke that sickness by whatever name it is called. I declare, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. The blood of Jesus is against you. In her body, the blood of Jesus is against you. In his body, the blood of Jesus is against you. In her mind, the blood of Jesus is against you. We retrieve her mind for use in the kingdom. We declare the healing of God over you. We declare it in the name of Jesus. I come against that tumor. I come against that rebellion in that body. I declare that that body has to align with the word of God. You were crafted by God. And so I declare that what you were crafted for, in the name of Jesus Christ, that there's an alignment with the word of God. I come against that spirit of sickness, disease, or affliction by the blood of Jesus Christ. I declare, Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. The Lord himself, our Savior himself, rebukes you, Satan. Rebukes you. I declare that you are rebuked in the name of Jesus. That that child of God is released from that affliction. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, for those who are standing in the gap, oh God. Just like that daughter of yours stood in the gap, oh God. Father, honor their prayers and honor their words. Not because it, it's their words, but because they are praying in the name of your son Jesus. The name that guarantees us an answer. Oh, we bless you. Mali, Bredeke, Stulaye.
There is healing. Go on, lift your voice. There is healing. Go on, declare it by faith. Declare it by faith. Declare it by faith. One more time. Wherever you are in the world, lift your voice. Go on, declare it. Declare it. There is healing. Lord Jesus, we participate in this mysterious meal. We can't even pretend we fully understand the totality of its outworking. But Lord, we know enough to know that it was not a meal that was taken in vain. Do this as often as you can was the instruction to us in remembrance of you. And we do remember, Lord Jesus, especially tonight, we remember the pain and the sacrifice. We remember how you gave yourself on our behalf. 
We remember the substitution. You became everything that we shouldn't be so that we could be everything that you, designed, you destined us to be. And as we eat, oh God, Father, may all that was on your mind concerning anyone who's on this platform, who's part of this meal, may be released into his or her life in the name of Jesus. And so after you'd broken the, the symbol of your body, you, you gave it to your family to eat. We eat as a family, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's eat together by faith. It says, do this in remembrance of me. So we remember, Lord. We remember. Oh, don't we remember. Don't we remember how you were betrayed by one close to you? Don't we remember how you didn't, you restrained yourself from calling legions of angels when they came to arrest you in the Garden of Gethsemane? Don't we remember your travail in the Garden of Gethsemane? Prayed so much for us that your sweat became like drops of blood. Don't we remember how you had to restrain yourself as you watched your creation try you and how they marveled that you kept quiet against all the accusations. Don't we remember? Don't we remember, Heavenly Father, how the soldiers mocked you and bit you and stripped you naked? Don't we remember how your back was lacerated with the whips, becoming a mass of flesh and blood? Don't we remember, Heavenly Father? Don't we remember, O oh God? Don't we remember how the soldiers gambled over your clothes, stripped you naked, Literally, don't we remember, Heavenly Father, how they nailed you to a cross, pressed a crown of thorns into your head, blood running down your face? Don't we remember, Heavenly Father? Don't we remember how the nails went through your hands and your feet? Don't we remember how they thrust a spear into your side and water and blood mingled and poured on the earth. Don't we remember as much as we can even understand how difficult it was for you when for the first time communication between you and our Father was cut off. Darkness embraced the earth. And how you cried out Lama, Lama, Sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We can't even understand that cry. For it had never happened before where you'd looked up and your father wasn't there. Everything you did was because you saw him. And for us, for us, you, you literally couldn't see him. He withdrew himself just to allow you to finish the course. How can we forget? Don't we remember? And don't we remember how you showed us what grace is as you reached out to the, the robber who a few minutes ago had been cursing you and as you welcomed him into paradise, seconds away 
from an eternity separated from God, but just to show us what grace is, unmerited favor, something that he definitely did not deserve because of his actions. You modeled grace for us even in your death. Don't we remember? And we all recipients of that grace. Don't we remember, Heavenly Father, how your son, as it came to a close and he realized the plan was in place, how he declared, it's perfectly perfect. It is finished. We remember, Lord. And so, Father, everything that was on his mind concerning us as he shed his blood, tonight we receive it into our lives, the full manifestation of it as we drink the symbol of his blood. We thank you, Heavenly Father. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be as you have decreed, Father. And we decree your decree. The blood of Jesus has set us free. The blood of Jesus has redeemed us. The blood of Jesus has destroyed every yoke, every burden, every shackle. The blood of Jesus protects us. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We drink. Father, we bless you. We thank you, O God. We give you praise. Death couldn't hold you captive, Lord Jesus. <laughs> That's why we can drink tonight. We bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You're the reason, Lord. We declare that, oh God. We declare that. We declare that. Seated in majesty. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You are the Sing it like you know that is the truth. Is that your testimony? Death could not hold you down. You are the reason. So, Father, I pronounce a blessing over your children, O oh God. Father, the, real, the, the reality, the manifestation of every proclamation that they have made, may that be their testimonies, Heavenly Father. And we bless every offering that will be given tonight, O oh God. May grace abound, as you declared in your word. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. God bless you.